Today's episode is brought to you by SeatGeek, the presenting sponsor of the Bill Simmons Podcast and our Channel 33 podcast, as well as our favorite app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. Go to SeatGeek.com slash BS to learn how to buy and sell on SeatGeek. And don't forget to download the free SeatGeek app. Enter promo code BS and SeatGeek will send you $20 once you've made your first purchase. Today's episode is also brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. They worked with me to put together a massive security arsenal for our listeners. Everything you need to stop criminals from breaking into your apartment or house. Unfortunately, they couldn't stop me from betting on Washington yesterday. No <laughs> contracts, no commitments. And right now, you can get 10% off a special post holiday package from Simply Safe. Guarantee yourself complete protection for your home. Go to simplysafebill.com. Save 10% on your first order. I wish they could save my voice. All right, let's start. Yeah. Clear enough for you. All right. Yeah, my son, uh, yeah. my son was sick. Are your kids sick, Sal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just going around like a sniffle cold. Every six through nine-year-old has something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew my, my wife and my daughter went to New York, and it was just me and my son for four days. I knew he was going to get me sick. Really? So I'm gonna at about the halfway point of this podcast, I'm going to sound like Harvey Firestein. Nice. Or John Lovitz as Harvey Firestein. <laughs> I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? <laughs> Shout out to Jacko. That was his invitation. Uh <laughs> Congrats! You went three zero on Sports Center. Three zero. I picked the teaser because I didn't like the Packers Redskins game much at all, so I just threw the Packers on the teaser. But yeah, we should have won more money. We won a little money this week. Or we should have won less money. You think so? Well, the only two games we liked were the Chiefs and Bengals. The Bengals, yeah, had uh, one of the all-time ludicrous playoff covers. I was happy to be on the right side of something for once, but. The other two, the cold weather, who the hell knows? Right. Why we didn't go under is going to haunt me for the rest of uh, my life. We teased it with Seattle, but we did win it, though. We won that one, yeah. But uh, you just watch. It's so freaking cold. The ball's a rock. They're throwing deep balls. They're just dying like they've been shot. Right. Uh, and then uh, Green Bay, Washington, who the hell knew? Well, we knew. I mean, the narrative all year is the AFC South sucks and the NFC East sucks. So why don't we just bet accordingly? Why don't we just go with that, right? Yeah, and also the... Uh, the better quarterback against the worst quarterback, quarterback is usually a good way to go. There were, like you said, two screwy endings, but the better quarterback won all four. I thought I've I've seen an inordinate amount of Packer games this season just because it always seems like they're the late game with nobody going against them or they're a night game. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, they haven't shown any inclination of playing like that for three months other than the one Minnesota game. And even that game, Minnesota stunk more than Green Bay was good. And Did I, not see that performance coming. And what, what kick-started it, in your estimation? For I don't me, know. For me, it was Rodgers calling the quick snap while 350-pound defensive tackles ran off and he, he got him, you know, the 12 men on the field call. Like, that was like, oh, my God, wow, look at Roger. Look what he's doing. And, and then, you know, you put what did Randall Cobbs in the backfield. like that. It's not even like the uh, Rams play where Tavon Austin's in on a reverse. He's, he's actually in the backfield taking pitches. And somehow Devontae Adams remembered how to catch. And it all came together within, like, 20 minutes. It did feel like when Deshaun Jackson screwed up the uh, touchdown, which was just... Yeah. The podcast is official. Bill's uh, phone has rung. I, I thought I turned both of them <laughs> off. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. It, it was weird because somebody, I think the announcer's like, normally he's so good around the goal line. Oh, I was yeah. like, this is the guy who fumbled on the one-yard line on a, on a long touchdown when he was right. holding the ball up and just spiked it yeah, before he, runs he got to the goal line. Yeah, he along the goal line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but 
it was so weird that he didn't just reach out with his left hand. And when he did it, it's like, well, first and goal to go from like the half inch. And it's like, yep. oh, they'll screw this stuffed, up. And they did. Incomplete. To yeah. get the safety, they collapsed the line. Mm-hmm. They would have been up 9 nothing. And I think Green Bay, because they had the safety, it was 2 nothing. That Sean Jackson, if he reaches over, it's 9 nothing. Right. Instead, it was 5 nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But I, I just felt like Green Bay, it was one of those teams that was going to go either way in that game. And if Washington had gotten some momentum, I think Green Bay would have fallen apart. Instead, it went the other way. Yeah. But I, that's not why we shouldn't be leading with that game. We should be leading with two of the worst playoff losses I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Cincinnati and Minnesota. Now, I was going to ask you, which fan base do you feel worse for? Which fans do you Minnesota. feel Minnesota. I feel worse for the Minnesota fans that were at the game, but I think I feel worse overall for the Cincinnati fan base. No, because... All right, well, this is a good argument. Minnesota, I had them in 2010. I wrote a piece about the most tortured NFL fan bases, mm-hmm. and I ranked them second. Okay. And... Cleveland first? I think I had Buffalo first. Oh, Buffalo did lose four straight Super Bowls. Right. So here's what I wrote totally about. Totally forgot about that. So in the tortured tortured fan bases, mm-hmm. I had these qualifications. You need a 35-year drought or more without a title. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have your gut guts wrenched a few times during that run. Mm-hmm. Um, cold weather cities get ranked higher on this just because it's so depressing. And right. when your team, and this would happen when I lived in Boston, you know, you don't really have it as much here. Cause in LA you wake up, it's like 55 degrees the next right. day. Figure when out you, to do. when you have your guts ripped out and then you wake up the next day and you're scraping ice off your car and it's three degrees, like that's just worse. Like you just like, just shoot Can't me. Compare it to anything. Uh, you have to be pessimistic enough to keep your guard up for the sucker punch. Mm-hmm. But just optimistic enough to lower your guard at the worst possible oh, wow. time. You're like a poet. You really are. I wrote this five, six years ago. <laughs> yeah, and the then voice. outsiders need to instinctively emphasize, empathize during a level one uh, torture takedown. So here's what I wrote for the Vikings. They lost four Super Bowls in eight years. Um, they, they, uh, every, I wrote this in 2010. Every 10 years or so, they ripped the intestines out of their fans. Mm-hmm. 1975, Hail Mary against Dallas. 1988, the Darren Nelson game. Mm-hmm. 1998, Gary Anderson, Gary Anderson. kick. Yeah. The uh, 2009, the Brett Favre, 12 men on the field, sure. that whole game. That was one of the horrible losses of last decade. And now this now 2016. Okay. So this is like, like a stopwatch every seven to ten years. Yeah. They're just going to rip it out. And yesterday, I swear to God, I can, the people I watch the game with can vouch for this. It, they show that hash mark and it's like, oh, it's going to be a chippy. Mm-hmm. And it was just out there like, yeah, it's Minnesota. You got to be careful. Oh, you just man. don't know. Did you think, were you even thinking he'd miss it? I thought he'd make it. I thought he'd make it for sure. Because we had he, Seattle. Did Vikings baggage <laughs> didn't tie in at all? No, no. He was so, so golden. And, and Seahawks were so stupid down the stretch that I thought this is, this is it. The Vikings are going to win and that's going to be that. And Cam Chancellor would have been the go to the game. I guess so. Although I still don't see where, where the, penalty was that was a terrible it was a double terrible call one it wasn't the pass interference it was you could do the five yard contact penalty but sure but that was like gronkowski's gotten called for offensive pass interference on on that exact play 10 times right but uh i just thought uh you know first of all he ices his kicker yeah 
Nobody talked about that. Mike Zimmer. That's true. I Iced his own kicker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's minus seven. I want to give my kicker three more minutes to think about kicking this lead ball mm-hmm. with the expectations of my entire fan base. Let's yeah. do it. Let's take three more minutes to think about this. It's Blair such Rush. a chip shot, though. It really is. And the laces towards him didn't matter. Like anyone you no. talk to says the physics of it doesn't really matter at that point. You're kicking. You need it to go straight for 27 it yards. It did seem very far left when they so had the left. camera behind him. It Never was so close. It was like, it was just, there was this five second thing where you're like, oh my God, that's, but, uh, Never a chance. Peterson screwed up the play before because he cut it back to the left. Well, what would they have done if they got a first down there? That's still the last play, isn't it? I guess. So just but keep just, running? How about this idea? Just keep the ball in the middle of the field yeah, so your kicker's not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it was, it but, was uh, left there, yeah. I thought, uh, I thought they outplayed him 50 of the 60 minutes. Well, that's the problem. That's the difference between the Bengals and the Vikings. That was the Vikings game. I mean, you had four they games, better. four games where it was double digits to nothing. Although I get all right, yeah. Vikings were nine nothing, but the other games, yeah, were, yeah. you know, um, I thought I thought Seattle sucked in that game. They were bad. They looked like they did against the Rams two weeks yeah. ago. Like, oh yeah, this is it, and they can't. We score. talked about a couple weeks ago. We said how the Vikings were a better version of that Rams team. Yep, we did. And it was basically they said their defense was outrageous. Even it was so, so good. I didn't think Seattle would be scoreless through three quarters. That they was basically got one pull it out of their ass play that, that, that Wilson. It. It's like the defense stops for a second, lock it, breaks a couple tackles. I watched it a bunch of times, and I think only Russell Wilson pulls that off. I mean, he's on his knee with the ball and he's got a split second decision and the smart one most of the time is just stay on your knee with the ball there and and take it down but he got up and found the open receiver and besides that and the missed field goal they don't advance and now they're one of the most dangerous teams and also the Baldwin catch we touched on it briefly the one-hander my god I mean that that, was amazing catch isn't made 15 years ago in 70 degree weather in San Diego, let alone minus three. That, that just, That's true. You, you could talk about your record books and everything else. Like these gloves are like NBA players don't have trampoline shoes. Like that. that's what it would be the equivalent of. These, these catches are being made. I think I saw the greatest catch I ever saw with uh, Martavis Bryant. But, oh, yeah, that, but that I'm amazing. not even sure anymore with that. Yeah, and Beckham too. I don't know what's great anymore. I, I can't imagine a worse feeling than walking out of that game after sitting there for five hours in yeah. minus six. Although they were saying it wasn't that windy. I think when it's windy, that's when it just rips through your soul and takes years off your life. Right. But it still could not have been a fun experience. So and bad. then to have that kick, you're ready to cheer. Yeah. You're thinking about, Oh, we just got to kick it away from Tyler Lockett. And that was a horrible loss. And I just feel terrible for the Minnesota the, fans. The big, the one thing we saw that I've, not seen before was the arm bar on Peterson that caused the the mugging and the eventual fumble that Cam Chancellor jumped on. I think yeah. it was um, KJ Wright, like a UFC. Yeah, UFC he move. really arm barred him. Like, okay, yeah. there you go. You have one arm to protect, and let's let's get three guys pounding on you and see if you can hold on to it. Big that play. was another game where we always are reminded of this in the playoffs that the the star running back. It's very easy to take out the star running back. Yeah, just is. But you know we. We talked about the game on Monday, and then House and I made our picks on Friday. I thought Marshawn Lynch was playing. Right, yeah. And all of a sudden, he's not playing. I still like Cincy to, to win, but the five seemed really high, and it never moved, the five points. Cincy. I mean, I, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that didn't go to seven. Like, anyone outside of the Mall of America had had Seattle in that game. I was so scared. Nobody had Minnesota. Nobody had him. How did that line not go up? But it worked perfectly. Vegas wins and Seattle advance. So how would you rank Buffalo, Cleveland, Minnesota for most tortured, um, most traumatized? 
I still throw Cleveland at the top there. Although I will say this, Cincinnati. I'm just saying pure football. You can't include any other sports. Oh, I see. Yeah. Pure football. Just I'm a fan of that football team. Who's most trauma? I still think Buffalo's. I won. went to school by Buffalo. I I relate to. I went to college by there, so I I relate to those fans. It, they're the they're, four Super Bowls was like something else. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was like some. They, especially by the fourth one, they're just they know they're gonna get just yeah. annihilated. I watched the thirty for thirty with my son, my ten year old son, about the Bills four Super Bowls, and he was he's he was stunned and sad. He's like, right. I, I still he, I, he's like I don't believe this, Dad. It was four straight years. Like yeah. The Norwood kick years. is the worst, the worst single uh, defeat moment that's happened, I other than so. maybe the Tyree catch. But even the Tyree catch, <laughs> we felt like we could still stop him. You know, we had hope. Uh-huh. That was just like, oh, my guts have been ripped yeah. out. I would rank it Buffalo. Oh, man, Minnesota versus Cleveland is tough. I, I don't even Cleveland know. Second. I'd say Minnesota now just because really? it seems like every – Cleveland's had a couple, but – They've just kind of been bad for the last 15 years. It. They haven't like, had any gut wrenchers. I mean, Minnesota if you, if you, really should have won the Super Bowl that Brett Favre year. Like they had that game. They were over the 40. Yeah. It was right it was right there. The Anderson in 98. Oh, the that and team they was the best Denver. team that year. I think they would have won that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then this one, it's like, it hurts a little less just cuz I think they would have I think they would have lost Arizona this week. I don't think you could say, "Oh man, that was a Super Bowl team." Maybe. But it would have been a great win. Maybe. Cleveland, Cincinnati, I mean, is it a hard Gut wrench, like if you hire a different coach every 16 months, I guess that's... Just, You've never had a good quarterback? Different. Yeah. Losing your team is brutal, too. Yeah, that's... That's, that's tough, it. man. That's yeah. definitely the top three. But uh, congratulations. They're no longer the most pathetic NFL team in uh, in even Ohio. I mean, Cincinnati yeah. really just stole that from them. We talk, so, discuss that game? Yeah, so... Oh, my God. I, at least with that game, I thought Pittsburgh did more to... to to win it than since it, then uh, I'm sorry Seattle did yeah it's like the Roethlisberger drive at the end he's got he's got a broken shoulder or whatever he has separated shoulder ridiculous and clearly can't throw more than five six yards mm-hmm. and yet since he's playing way off him and they're completely stunned by the draw plays and the short passing it's like, like this guy cannot throw the football what are you guys doing mm-hmm. um, I, I thought it was a coaching catastrophe I didn't care did you the Jeremy Hill fumble. Pittsburgh had three timeouts left. Yeah. If you get a first down, the game's over. You can't just kneel it there because no, Pittsburgh's going to get it back. I, no. I didn't have a problem with it. They, it's he was six yards on yards. that play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe cover up with two hands, but they, they just hit so hard. You don't know what to expect there. Yeah, that one, I, I don't blame him for that, but I, I blame Cincy's defense for not being closer to uh, the receivers with Roethlisberger when he couldn't throw. Right. And then... Uh, I blame the... I blame Hugh Jackson, who's now going to benefit from a, a head coaching position for that offensive game plan. They're down fifteen nothing going into the fourth quarter. You have yes. to know what you're doing here. Short passes. I say this AJ all the Green time. There. We always talk about this, but when you have like an AJ McCarron type quarterback mm-hmm. and you have an AJ Green type receiver, yeah, like throw it downfield once every seven times. Just chuck it, right? Because two times you're going to make a play. Like that team had no point, or mm-hmm. what was it? They had. No, what was it? When did they finally score? It's fifteen nothing going into the going to the fourth, right? Was it? Oh yeah, I'm not sure. Whatever maybe they was, scored but, the late third. I don't know. Um, the perfect penalty. I, I was watching the game, and I have witnesses for this. We we're joking about gambling lines, and right. I said, "Who's going to give me odds that Perfect's going to do a dumb penalty that extends this drive?" Wow. Said that out loud because he was like, "Yeah, since he scored all their points, in he the was." He was like a caged maniac after yeah. the Shazier hit. 
Right, right, right. He was literally like losing his mind. Like, and then to run it to the tunnel after the interception was one of the dumbest, weirdest, craziest things I've ever seen. It was, it was a fumble recovery. Over. Yeah, the fumble recovery. recovery. And what are you doing? I think was that the greatest moment in sports history. If they so they called him down by contact there. Yeah, but he didn't know he was down by contact. He got up and just ran. You know. Yeah. So if they call him, if if he's not For down by contact, if that's a no, if that's a safety. Because uh, he runs back, that's a Jim Marshall play. That's the greatest play in NFL history. Oh, the Jim Marshall back. safety. Yeah, yeah, if he runs backward the wrong way, that would be. Well, terrific. what was the play when? Uh, I think that was that game. God, all those games blend together. The, they're going for the two point, mm-hmm. and they throw it. It actually was kind of a backwards pass, and Pittsburgh could have gotten, could have scooped oh, it right. up and just gone down, and they would actually scored because they changed that rule. It would have been a right a, a Pittsburgh defensive two point. To take the lead. Exactly, yeah. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, the perfect penalty was just horrible because you're on the 50. The Pittsburgh has no timeouts left, and their quarterback can't throw the ball, and they have to get to, I would say, the 25 sure. with that kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Pac-Man Jones, I, I, I'm in the why is Joey Porter on the field camp. Yeah. This guy has this huge history. Rob Weintraub on out. On uh, Football Outsiders, did it, he's a Bengals fan, did a good job of summarizing all the Bengals-Steelers bully stuff. Over The Steelers have been like the bully to the Bengals for decades. Mm-hmm. And Joey Porter and his crew jumped Levi Jones, who was a Bengals lineman in a Vegas casino. And it's on YouTube. There's video of it. Oh, right. Yes. In 2007, remember hearing, yeah. jumps him. It's a four-on-one fight. Joey, Joey Porter and his friends against Levi Brown. Yeah. That's the guy who's on the field. I know. Not allegedly saying anything, but they has this whole crazy history with Cincinnati. Yeah, and uh, I, I just can't believe that wasn't double a double penalty. Well, How does that only go on Pac-Man Jones? I don't blame I don't blame the referees here. I, I think they were undermanned. I mean, you you have uh, an assistant coach, you have Mike Munchak pulling Reggie Nelson's hair on the sideline. Like, yeah, there's too much to look at. You don't need, not even just the players, and not even at the end of the play. Now there's coaches on the field, and. Like with Antonio Brown being down, there are some coaches who are spo- are, are allowed to be on the field. So what a, are they going to card the guy? Like is every – I don't know how you tell the difference between every 50-something guy with a headset. Like right. I don't they, – they were thrown into Fallujah, these referees, and there's only a few of them. And Well, Pittsburgh got a free pass in that game because everyone's like, oh, the Bengals out of control. It's like – yeah. well, the – Pittsburgh was instigating a lot of that stuff. The sure. Munchak play. Yeah. DeCastro's blocking perfect 10, 10 minutes after the play ended. And Shazier could have gotten called for the, for the uh, Shazier, Bernard play. Yeah. That's, can we make that a penalty next year? I don't, I don't see If you're leading don't. with your head and you knock a guy out like that, even if yeah. it's like whatever, it should be like a five-yard penalty, first down for the team that gets the guy with the knocked out guy. Right. Maybe a team. I'm maybe. all for that, man. I, you know, I, I thought Pittsburgh was just as chippy, though. I like, uh, and I actually like this game. Aside from the crazy, the perfect penalty and everything, it's like, a great game. I love it. I lo- it's AFC North. It's kind of separate from everything else. You know, it's going to be chippy, and you should understand it. But Burfick's got to. He's got to come clean. He's got to have to say, "I realize that was a bad play." He can't can't really play in this league unless he acknowledges that that's illegal. He's not on that team next year. Either way, he can't they, be they on him. any team. Like that that's just that's no good. We're going to lose this sport. Like the gladiators, the Romans loved gladiator the sport, right? And they took it they must have thought, "Oh, but this is going to go around forever, right? Look how much everybody loves it." No, it's just it's going to go away whether the concussion movie is effective or not. It's well, not I'll tell you a couple things I loved about that game that didn't get as enough attention. Sims was at his all-time best. <laughs> 
talking about switching the chairs around. What oh, was yeah, this yeah, analogy? Yeah. yeah, right. What did he say? I forget. He said, I'm talking about. Oh, the, talking oh no, about. he said the tables have switched. Oh, yeah, yeah. The that tables have switched. <laughs> we lost a minute of audio. It was Phil Simms' best announcer <laughs> job in 10 years. And Jim Nance was so traumatized and upset. He was afraid. By, by the game. And couldn't even get excited down this stretch. He was so disappointed in both teams. <laughs> I was saying it was like... I think the, they, they would have let him leave if he asked to. <laughs> he's like, he's I, like, guys, I need a minute. Yeah. I'm choked up. <laughs> I was saying it was like the bizarre Butler cabin. You know how happy he is in the Butler cabin with Billy Payne and those guys after yeah. the Masters? He's right, got the right. jacket. He's just beaming. He <laughs> looks like he's going to have an orgasm on himself. That was like the opposite of the Butler cabin right. for Jim Nance. Right, 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 right. He was just Get like, this, it's too violent. <laughs> I'm really disappointed in the fans. The fa Somebody threw a water bottle at Ben Roethlisberger as right. he's being carried out the field. People are like, That's a, what a disgrace. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's like, it's football. You got 80,000 people and, and a half of them have been drinking since 2 o'clock. Right. Oh, I can't believe somebody threw a bottle. Well, isn't, didn't Howard Cosell, like like, like he uh, wrote off boxing after the Randall Tex Cobb fight? That might have been Jim Nance. Is it Nance? <laughs> Jim Nance might just be like, you Same know what, thing. guys? Football is too violent for me. <laughs> I just want to do golf, tennis, and women's <laughs> basketball. Right. But uh, let me just say, I think yeah. the most underrated unit in sports, Steelers offensive line, run run blocking. 167 yards between that Todman and uh, Fitzgerald Toussaint. Guys you've never heard of. It just, I thought both of those guys were pretty good. Yeah. That was one of the reasons we liked the Bengals. We were right. like, how oh, these Pittsburgh's on their fifth running back. Is it just we have... We have 10 good punters, 11 good field goal kickers, nine good quarterbacks, and 185 good running backs. Maybe. That might be it. That might be it. Because why is the Why don't Williams the Patriots break? have any of them? Yeah. The, There's they, 185 good running backs. The Patriots don't have one well, of them. We have I, to sign Steven Jackson. Here are the big name running backs in the AFC uh, bracket. Oh, I'm excited for this. Ware. Yeah. Nile Davis. Yeah. Spencer Ware, Nile Davis. But don't forget West. Charkandrick West. West. Yeah, what am I thinking? Yeah. Hillman on the Broncos. Yeah. You're Steven Jackson. C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson, Toussaint, and uh, Todman. You left out James White and the and the one Brandon Bolden carried for minus two yards. Uh, he'll that, be, that, that'll I know. happen I thought this he was Saturday. inactive. Okay. Hey, I forgot to mention one thing about Blair Walsh. Mm -hmm. Other than that, his coach did ice him. Literally, right. li literally and figuratively, he was iced because it was freezing. Mm -hmm. He was the MVP of that game. Sure. He had three field goals. One of them was long. One of them was like a little bit too long, and he made it anyway. Right. And his kickoffs were incredible. Yeah, didn't like didn't he was give booting him a the shit out of the ball and in the end zone, and it took Lockett out of the game basically. Lockett exactly. did nothing. And if he made that field goal, he's the MVP of that game. Good point. And Pete Carroll, another poor coaching decision, although that works out. Well, this one worked out. Fourth and fourteen, he passes up a field goal. Was it shorter than the one Hoshka ended up kicking to make it ten nine? What's going on that game? Four to 14. What about uh, what, these teams that complain that they didn't have the headset? Right. What do you do all week during practice? Your team is just completely. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like the SNL teleprompter skit with David Allen Greer, the morning show, when the, when the mm -hmm. teleprompter breaks and it just turns into Lord Flips of the out. Flies. It's like, <laughs> really? You can't, cut, can't just say, hey, guy, we're going to run left on this one on two. Yeah. Ready, break. Yeah. Hey, Doug, do run, run an out pattern. Really, the headset's that important? It's a convenient excuse. Yeah. It really does seem like it. Uh, we should mention Brian Hoyer quickly. Mm. That game was over in 11 seconds. 
was seven nothing Chiefs with the fourteen forty nine minute mark of the first quarter. I felt like it was over. Mm-hmm. Brian Hoyer though pulled off a full Delome. I was really proud that of him. That was nice. Four picks and a and a fumble. He had three picks and a fumble. He just had a, a, a just a Delome. Needed the fourth pick for the full Delome and he got pulled it. it off. The full Delome. It was great. And it's a home game. Why don't they announce it there? They should stop the game for a minute and say the full Delome. Full Delome has just Hoyer. happened. Yeah. How does Brandon Weeden not come into that game at halftime though? I thought it was gonna. I thought the drive before halftime, then halftime. Then I thought, okay, the drive right after the the fell drive in the third quarter. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't think he brings them back because. I don't think you're giving the Chiefs enough credit, and I see why you're not, because you're a little nervous this week. Not nervous. Really? No. Well, uh, Bill O'Brien, be. underrated, horrendous coaching job, because not only did he not pull Hoyer when it was clear Hoyer was just broken, mm-hmm. but we we find out J.J. Watt's been battling this groin injury for seven, eight right. weeks, right? Put him in the back. Then he gets hurt again. First and goal, puts him in like he's yeah. Jim Brown in 1960. It's like, is he hurt or not? Right. If he's hurt, why is he in there with a pulled groin trying yeah. to run the ball? Like, you're this down is two ridiculous. scores. You're, you're down two scores. You're not up 38-7 in the Super Bowl. This isn't refrigerator Perry moment. Yeah, you know? you're on the one-yard line. Right. Everyone knows he's getting it. That was ridiculous. Um, I, I also, though, think they were just happy to be there. They were they were outclassed. But let me ask you this. I've been going yeah. at it with uh, Twitter jerks. Uh, don't, say, don't look. Oh, stop it. No, it's good. It keeps don't me look going. At them. Well, I'm like, you know, the Texans are hard knocks. Uh, curse lives on and they're like how'd your cowboys do it? i'm like what, what's worse not making the playoffs or making and getting shut out at home in the, in the opening round i think it's well same. especially like afc south is the only reason yeah. you made it because you're in the worst right okay thank the you. worst uh yeah tell that tell them to settle down okay hey uh before we before we talk about the super Bowl odds mm-hmm. uh i want to give a shout out to meundies.com the Back. home of great fitting underwear that happens to be two times softer than cotton you don't just want your underwear comfy, Sal. You want the world's most comfortable underwear. There's a, that's a crucial difference, right? Yeah, I think so. You don't want your underwear comfy. Mm-hmm. You want the world's most comfy underwear. And that's me, Andy's. Look at this. I'm wearing it right now. These are the French jogger. These are the Terry long pants. pants. French Terry jogger pants. I'm sorry. Yeah. These are, oh, I nice. wear these all the time. My wife has named them Tom. Really? Because she claims that uh, that I never washed them, and now that now it's it, they've formed the ability to speak. Oh, I see. like, hey, Carrie, how are you? <laughs> I uh, think she's having an affair with a man named Tom. <laughs> Maybe that's what yeah. It is. And then when you cut, so you're like, would I name your me undies Tom if I was having an affair with Tom? <laughs> Every pair of me undies is made of micro dow fabric, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound sexy, but once you feel your me undies, you'll never go back to regular old underwear again. Uh, they launched a new line of boxers that I can't talk about because they haven't mailed me any yet. Oh, I see. I, I, apparently, they're going to make me back. Good for uh, Go to meandies.com slash BS. Get 20% off your first order of the world's most comfortable underwear. You get free shipping in North America and a money-back guarantee. If you don't like your first pair, don't worry. You won't use it. Meandies.com slash BS. Okay. Uh, ranking the playoff teams. Down to eight. You, uh, you can tell me. Mm-hmm. I, these are my rankings. If you disagree, right. disagree. Okay. I have Green Bay eighth. Um, I think they're the worst team left. I'm not. They didn't throw me off their scent by playing well for three quarters against a Redskins defense that just died. Yeah, I guess they have to be. So their odds have dropped from 35 to one to 16 to one. Mm-hmm. Seems logical, right? Um, number seven, I got Pittsburgh. 
Yeah, I was almost going to say they could be eighth too. Just because Roethlisberger's hurt. But then again, it's like, by the way, um, how about when he goes off with the separated children and he comes back mm-hmm. and I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I don't know what happens in a locker room when they check on a shoulder. Right. I'm guessing there might have been pain medicine involved. I maybe. Don't think so. Possibly. No. Yeah. You don't think so? You don't think he just... He comes back in, it's pouring rain. (laughs) They show him on the sidelines and he's just staring out in the field vacantly. Right, right. And he doesn't have his jacket on. Mm -hmm. And and then somebody came over and they put a jacket on. It was like he didn't even realize somebody was touching him. And Mays said he looked like, (laughs) I was watching with Robert Mays, uh, formerly of Grantland. He said that he looked like John Travolta in the Pulp Fiction scene after he'd done heroin when he's just driving in the car (laughs) and he's looking at the sky and it's like everything's in slow motion. Right. Lord knows what happened in that locker room, but uh, it's just funny. Like, and then he sits out a series. He watches. Yeah. So they like, shot him up. They had to have shot him up, right? I'm guessing. But, but he was on the sideline, so he just they needed fixed that the separated shoulder. They they pop it back in. He needed time to. They shoot something in. Uh huh. But he and was, then he was whatever. watching his team lose, and then he's like, "All right, he's coming back in." Yeah, he was like, "Hey." Uh, Tom, I want to come back in. He's like, no, I'm, I'm Mike. I'm Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Tom, Tom, I want to come back in. Those are Bill's underwear. You're talking about Tom. That's different. Tom. <laughs> we could beat Cleveland. I swear to God, that I would play Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, they dropped from seven to one last week. They win, right? And now they're twelve to one. Twelve to one. Not a good sign. Mm-hmm. Plus, Antonio Brown got knocked out, but they're claiming he's fine and he's passed the concussion protocol. Right. I'm sure he's play. passed it with flying colors. Everyone will play. Yeah, he was he was down for five minutes, face mm-hmm. down, but he's fine. Uh, Denver, I have number six. Hmm. Only because I. What what is this ranking? This is this in terms of uh, how surprised you'd be if they'd win the Super Bowl, yeah. or how just what just value of the odds? Okay, what are the odds? Right now they're plus five fifty. Oh, uh, yeah, that's low for them. Yeah, seems I, low. I, I don't know what to expect from them this. They're week. favored this week. Next week, they'd play probably the Pats at home. They'll be that'll just be low. Points. It'll yeah. be low, mm-hmm. and then they'll be underdogs in the Super Bowl. Plus right. five fifty doesn't seem logical to me. Casey, we were on this last week. Casey mm-hmm. was twenty four to one last week. Right. We all thought that was too high. Now it's plus eight fifty. Wow. Yeah. That was the best bet last week. So they beat a team that they were they like knew, three that, and a half point favorite over. Yeah. They were supposed to win, but not destroy. And so they look so good. And that, But now the odds aren't good because they're going to be like plus 250 or plus uh-huh. 300 in New England. Right, yeah. And then they're going to be underdogs next week, and then they'll be underdogs in the Super Take Bowl. Take them so, every week. Yeah, but the week to do it was 24 to 1. Right. Uh, Seattle is plus 550. I don't like those odds either. They were plus 600 last week. And uh, do you just get the feeling they're going to be in the NFC Championship? They got to win in Carolina, right. in Arizona, and then they got to win the Super Bowl. So even if you parlayed those three right. games, that that doesn't the numbers don't match up. Yeah, New England's plus four fifty. That gets a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, because oh no, I'm sorry, they're plus four hundred. Because uh, that dropped a little from plus four fifty. Because they win this week. Probably three point underdogs next week in Denver, unless Denver loses to Pittsburgh, then they'd be like eight point favorites. Right. So four to one's about right. Four to one's about right. But the thing is, you're going to have people just betting them to win the Super Bowl, them and Seattle. So you probably just take them game by game. Also, Carolina's plus five hundred. That has not moved. Hmm. And then Arizona has dropped. They did nothing. Just sat all week. It's dropped from plus four fifty to plus three fifty. 
people were betting Arizona heavily then, I guess. Maybe they listen to our podcast and listen to our yeah. Arizona Pats bet that yeah. we have. They're going to the Super Bowl. Plus 700. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else I missed? Wait, did you, a- did you miss the team? You got every team there? Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, I guess we could do the lines now. Let's do the lines. Did you? So you you had a nice uh, viewing experience. I wa- we watched. Um, it was at Corolla's, and uh, you've seen the Revenant. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is gonna be a little spoiler for Revenant people who haven't seen it who want to see it. But oh uh, no, don't spoil the Revenant. Well, it's one scene. It's one. Can we do it right at the end? Yeah. Hold the story till the tail end of the pod. It's just one scene with the bear. Everyone knows. Uh, oh, it's oh, not the even bear. The, people know even about the, the bear. bear. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. We'll come back to it. You want to come back to it? I don't know. There, there's one scene with DiCaprio where he, he the, the the villain says, if he's no, playing... No, 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 the equivalent of if I threw you a 60th birthday party yeah. 14 years from now, but it was a surprise. Right. You had no idea it was coming. Uh-huh. And you've had a few drinks. Then like, say, I'll go up and say a couple words. Yeah. All right. I'll say, hey, guys, uh, thanks for the party. <laughs> uh, here's my family. Uh, one of our sons isn't here. I can't remember why. Why, why is right, right, right. it? was one of those. He knew he was getting the Lifetime Achievement Award. You were in a suit. Yeah. You do weeks and weeks ahead of time. Your table with celebrities. Prepare anything, Denzel. Right. It was great. It was the best. Pretty good. Pretty good. I loved uh I loved uh Matt Damon's reaction to the Ricky Gervais was especially mean yesterday to awesome. the point that you liked it? Oh yeah, come on. It's so uncomfortable. Who cares? He introduces David by being the only person Ben Affleck has been able to stay faithful to. Here he is, Matt Damon, or whatever he said. And Matt Damon just kind of walks out with that dumb look at his Can't face. Say anything. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence had a sh- uh, incredible show-stopping necklace. We're going to talk about that. Great necklace. I liked a shoe made me laugh. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. The uh, is the Jonah Hair Jonah Hill bear thing over yet or? Oh yeah, that went still that going. A while, yeah. Oh wait, he's in the driveway. He's still, <laughs> still going. Still pushing that one. Yeah, I just think they, they, it really is the best award show. They get so hammered. These people, you could tell. Even it's the ones fantastic. that have prepared speeches are a little out of it. They're it's like Roethlisberger coming back from uh, the locker room. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I like that. Like all award shows, they they don't time it right, and mm-hmm. they get to the end. And they're just rushing through everything. And it's like the Leo moment should have been like five minutes. They're like, right. hey, Leo, get off the stage. We got to wrap this up. But yeah. Jonah Hill was on for three times longer. Right, right, right. That was, uh, that was hilarious. I, my favorite part of the whole night was Slash Stallone forgetting to thank any of the black people. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Just, just left them all out. And then he was and he felt bad. He's just old. It wasn't Sly's fault. But it's like yeah. you maybe want to. He mentioned 27 agents and mm-hmm. 17 producers. Hey, what about Ryan Coogler or Michael B. Jordan? Sure. Yeah. Maybe you want to mention those guys for reinvigorating the Rocky franchise. He mentioned his imaginary friend, which, you know, there's concussions in movie making now. You can help if he's thanking his imaginary friend, Rocky Balboa. It was rough. I, I actually felt really bad for Coogler and MBJ because. Yeah. Uh, well, they when have he wins to the Oscar, by Sly. when he wins the Oscar, he'll be all over them. They'll be the first ones. What a moment! He's Pretty like, good. I'd like to thank, I'd like to thank uh, 
my sixth wife, forgive me the love. <laughs> yeah. And my, my kids, whatever set of kids these are, this is great. Yeah. Thanks to them. It's a great award show. I almost wish it was on a night that didn't have so many other things going on. Right. Well, but they, it was the first, it's the first night without a Sunday night game. And it's before Game of Thrones and all that. And you know. Also, I was excited. The Martian was hilarious. I mean, it was well, great well, to what see What is it. that? Was it a musical or a comedy? What, how does it fall in that con that? What was that funny, category? the Martian or the tourist? <laughs> if you had to guess. The tourist had some good laughs. I didn't good chuck, Good belly chuckles. Yeah. That got nominated last year. Yeah. That's the great. tourist. Yeah. I, the Golden Globes, if you research it, it it's it's just... It seems like it's just a bunch of foreign journalists that live in LA that get to vote on That's who's it. who. And it's not that many of them either. You can actually, it's, can we bet on the Golden Globes? Because when I watch it, I know every cat, like, it's like, oh, of course the Revenant's going to win. Right. It's got Spanish director and all the stuff. I'll find something. Next year, I'm going to find it. It's it's just like, yeah, we should, we should find that. <laughs> it was like, of course the Martian's going to win because Ridley Scott's a million years old right. and they're going to credit him. Mm -hmm. and, I don't I know really why like they, the I don't like that they they take out the swearing. Like NBC just butchered. Like I, I could see one word, two words, but they'll do like three lines at a time. They'll just be like silence. Like, oh, come on. I thought the room should have won the Oscar because it, when I told you what the plot of the movie was, you thought you were doing <laughs> we were doing one of our fake bits. I got a few of those that people said this is definitely a, a fake Simmons Sal uh, show. Here's another it? one. This one is a real show, and people don't realize it. What was it? Um, it's called The Shipment. Have you seen it? No. It's on Crackle. <laughs> oh, really? Get Crackle. Okay, yeah, I know Crackle. It's Sports Jeopardy. It's Maya yeah. Rudolph. Uh -huh. Remember Maya Rudolph from uh -huh. SNL? She's married to Omar Epps. <laughs> He's a quarterback. He's in his late 30s. Uh -huh. His body's breaking down. And he wants to start doing HGH, kind of prolong his career. Oh. Ships it. To his her. wife, because it's you know he doesn't want his name attached to it. Is this based on a true story? No, oh, it's not true. at all. They okay. they developed this three years ago. Mm -hmm. So she's getting the HGA. She's on the road. He's with the football team. <laughs> she she gets a little taste. Let me let me try this. Mm -hmm. Starts taking it, puts on forty pounds of muscle, becomes a bodybuilder. I like it. Becomes a competitive bodybuilder. The shipment, <laughs> and the, and the great thing is, and and it's an amazing <laughs> transformation by Maya Rudolph. <laughs> She literally puts on the 40 pounds of muscle. You won't even recognize her. Really? She's huge. Yeah, she's wow. competing. It's great. The shipment on crack. I got to have to see that. Yeah, you got to check that out. It's, it's eight episodes. You, you'll binge watch it. <laughs> I have. I would watch the shipment first, but there's also, there's another one coming out. Oh, there is? Yeah, there What's is. What's that? And because there's no Sunday night game, maybe you want to watch it after Pittsburgh. That'll be good. Uh, remember Bronson Pinchot? Bronson Pinchot? Pinchot, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and now he goes by Bronson Pinchot. Okay. Because he's trying to revitalize his career. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. And it's, uh, he's with Vantazi Perfect. Uh, Vantazi Perfect and, uh, and yeah, Bronson Pinchot. Yeah, they live together. And, 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 and Vantazi, he, he just beats the shit out of him. He just, <laughs> every, him. well, he can't take the accent. He doesn't like it and he beats him up. But, and it streams on uh, at the Shell station. Yeah, you know at the gas station where they have little videos on the... Uh, the little video, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. That, that's the only place you could see it. So you have to watch all the episodes there. So it's like a little six-episode show. Yeah, it's called Perfect Strangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really just kicks them around like a dog. He, he hates them. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> you catch it at the Shell Station. <laughs> you just made me joke. Perfect Strangers. <laughs> it's good. It's going to be good. <laughs>
watch it with the shipment. <laughs> the 76 gas stations are thinking of picking yeah, it up. Yeah, they might pick right it up. Now. It's just at yeah. the show. People huddled around the pumps. All right, round two. Let's do we it. We have four home favorites. Yes. Four of our eight quarterbacks were number one overall picks. Oh, Not wow. counting Tom Brady. Look at that. Uh, teams that won eight of the last 14 Super Bowls still alive. Hmm. It's a, it's a round where the entire league has been called out by uh, future president Donald Trump. Right. Said everybody's soft. I saw that. He hates the fact that the Bengals-Steelers game, that uh, people reacted the way they did. <laughs> yeah. He misses the days when men were men and football is football. Yeah. Be interesting to see how the players react to that when he, the president calls you out like that. He runs beauty pageants. He's, he thinks the NFL's <laughs> soft. I love it. Um, Pat's KC is the first game. I don't know if I like that. Saturday, 435 Eastern. KC's won 11 straight. Mm-hmm. They have 47 sacks, 22 picks this year. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Macklin, probably about, what, 60%, you think? It's going to hurt them. I could see him playing, but, but be, being limited. Yeah, it's almost better for the Pats if he plays and he's not good. Uh, they have not won in New England since 1990. Right. Kansas City Chiefs. Not that that totally matters, but 0 and 5 since 1990. All the Patriots are going to be back, it looks like. All the all the key ones mm-hmm. that we were missing. Edelman, Amendola, Hightower, Sebastian Vollmer. I picked the Patriots by 6 points. In 3 of the 4 games we had exactly the same number, and this is one of them. Wait, what did you say 4? No, 6. 6, right. I said 6, you said 6. It's 5 and a half. You would like that to be higher. And you would have liked to have gotten the first seed. Let's admit it. Let's admit it. All this genius maybe laying down. Well, I would have rather played Dolphins. I'd rather play Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger's separated shoulder and Antonio Brown coming off a concussion. Right. Not that I don't mean to be mean about that, but they're they're really banged up. Sure. And they just had a super duper physical game. The -hmm. two teams that I'm interested in this week from just the residue of last week's standpoint, Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. because that was such a physical game. And then... Uh, just Seattle coming off that really physical cold weather game, like, right. and then having to play a week later. Yeah, I don't know. I worry. I worry about them physically. Like, I just can't imagine those guys feel good in the morning. Yeah, imagine I don't the worry Max about Ca- them. The uh, I don't care about them as much. <laughs> <laughs> the Marcellus Wiley story about, you know, he would talk about how hard football is on your body. He would say like, right. He couldn't get out of bed the next day, and you have to put a bottle next to his bed to pee in it because it would hurt too much to walk to the oh, bathroom. Yeah. Right. So compound that with the minus six, and then Seattle's got to ratchet it back up. I don't yeah. know. All right. Well, uh, you like- so you like the Chiefs? You're going to pick the Chiefs on Sports uh, Center. I can I feel it. I don't know. I think this is a, a, I, all right. I think you're you have Andy Reid in the back of your head. You like this is we can't lose our first home playoff game to Andy Reid. Nothing else really matters. I well, think that, that's your... There's a playoff upset recipe here for the Chiefs mm-hmm. against this Patriots team, right? You shorten the game. Yeah. They, the Chiefs do a lot of like third and four, third and three, these long drives, and it always seems like you're going to stop them, and then all of a sudden they get five yards again. And then, and then a big pass rush mm-hmm. that can disrupt us potentially with the offensive line we have. Yeah. Um and the tight end's going to be a problem, Kelsey. Kelsey's tough to yeah. Tough if, to unless if High Towers one hundred percent, then I'll and Collins, and I'll feel better right. about that. This but, could be close. This is not this is not your forty four seven opening round at home 
Patriots win. The only thing I'd say is I think the Patriots threw people off their scent a little the last mm-hmm. two months. I, yeah. I think people forget when they have Amendola and, and Edelman going across the field and right. Gronk running over the middle versus being used as a decoy for the last couple months. Right. It's a really good offense. Well, it's all that offensive line. If it truly is back, then <clears throat> you're in good shape, I think. Well, that's the part I'm worried about because <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I don't love the 435 Saturday. It just feels weird. <clears throat> you want you rather have the night game or one of the Sunday games or a Sunday? I don't know. The Saturday four thirty. Who yeah. plays NFL at Saturday four thirty? Well, you did. This is you played the Ravens uh, in that close game where yeah, you were down just, by two touchdowns twice and one was it an overtime or you won thirty eight thirty five or something? It yeah, was Saturday. Was that was one Saturday. of Brady's greatest games. That was a Shakey's game. You missed our Shakey's banquet this week. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. I, I was on Mr. Mom duty. Here's the highlight, uh, Brad. Gets the trophy, within six minutes, pours orange soda on the base of the trophy. Accidentally or? Yeah, accidentally. Yeah, no, oh, it's not. Did this he is stain not, it? This is not NASCAR where you were drinking the milk. Yeah, it's stained. It's a mess already. He's, he's oh had my it for God. 10 minutes. Yeah. What, what's That's, the over-under of pieces that trophy's going to be in <laughs> when never we get it back next year? Like I don't know. We five? can't tell you. But the, the MOOC was there. Paul Colhurst is there. Big feud because Brad voted out. Paul Cohurst twice in Paul, three years. Paul voted Brad. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Paul voted out Brad twice, twice in, three in three years. So now the fun of this is you get your trophy, you make everyone sweat it out until September, and then at the draft you kick someone out. Brad gets there and he's like, you're out. You're done, Mook. You're done. 21 months. That's the next time we'll see you. 21 months from now. 21. Can you live with that? 21 months. Like, all right. There's like three kids' birthday parties going on at Shakey's. Kids are looking around. It's really weird. And, uh, yeah, I kind of felt bad for the Mook a little bit. The well, then again, don't vote out Brad twice in three years, right, exactly. baby. You don't want to. I was like, bro, you could have fun with this. You could have him show up at the draft and pretend maybe someone else is getting kicked out, and Paul could be covered in molasses and then kick him out. You know, he's like, nope, he's out. I'm telling him right now, he's done. You don't start a land war with Vietnam in the <laughs> 1950s. <laughs> You're right. It's just a bad idea. You're, right. You're gonna lose a land war. <laughs> that was it. He started a land war with Brad. It's never going to end well. Brad gets a, he's sitting on his chair and you know, he's, everything's very abrupt with him. So for some reason he pushes away from the table. And like I said, there was kids birthday parties going on and he crushes a kid behind him. The kid goes flying in a chair and two chairs fall. And now everyone's looking and Brad, I was like, I'm like, I'm not even going to deal with this. The, the kid's father is right behind. And I'm like, and then, like, a few minutes later, I said, Brad, what happened? He's like, nothing. I looked at the kid who was about to cry, and I gave him the look, and he knew after that look that he shouldn't cry. <laughs> and I said to the father, Ma, he's all right. He's all right. And that was it. It's like, great. <laughs> Didn't say Brad doesn't have any kids. <laughs> he's not going to have kids. Yeah. Keep him away. Uh, well, this line, I think, drops to four by game time. Really? Yeah, I do. I think, I think people are going to talk to themselves. Hmm. Just if you look at the four games, the Chiefs and the Seahawks are the two teams, that the two road teams that everyone's going to talk themselves yeah. into this week. I just want to remind everybody that this is Bill Belichick against Andy Reid. I know. I, I, I wonder how much... And I also like much... to remind everybody that this is Tom Brady versus Alex Smith. Just, right. just throwing those two things All out right. there for everybody. Andy Reid came within a field goal beating you in the Super Bowl, right? No. No? We're up 10. Oh, all right. They got a cheap touchdown at the end of the game. We, we won by seven, I think. Oh, you did? Okay. It was one Tate, did we win by seven No, you won ten. all those field Eagles goals by three. by three. 
Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, you they, won but all they got, those by three. Did you ever think Philly was going to win that game when you were watching it ever at any no, point? No, yeah. I don't think so. I wasn't exactly sweating out in no, the stands. It was 35-28. Are you sure? No, I think it was. No, they won. No, no, no. no they it lost twenty-four twenty-one. Yeah. 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 Come on, Tate. All that, right. that was the weirdest Super Bowl I've ever been to because all the Eagles fans quit on that. They were all in the stadium. It was like half Eagles fans, right. and they all quit on the Eagles in like the second quarter. They were like, "Ah, this is." Blah. They were just where was that angry? Game? It was in Jacksonville. Jacksonville that was yeah. the worst Super Bowl I've right. ever been to. Green Bay in Arizona Saturday night. This is fun. How happy was uh, who has the Saturday night game? Is it NBC? I think so. How happy are they that it's Rodgers instead of? Uh, Oh, uh, cousins. Vikings. Oh no, it would have been Vikings. Or, or Washington, right. whatever. No, no, you're uh, you're right. No, it would have been Vikings. No, it would have been it would have been Washington. Uh, well, it depends yeah. if they Green Bay Washington was going to Arizona. Yeah, it would have been Kirk. Oh cousins. yeah, you're right. Okay. No, no, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, because the six seed was Seattle's Seattle. Six, they go to one. Right, you got it. Right. But I have uh, all, all the stats were going to be thrown during the week, and Kirk Cousins seventy two percent at home, even high, you know, even higher at home seventy two percent otherwise. I read uh, Cousins' 26 starts. He's not beaten a team with a winning record. That would have been nice to know. You don't like that? That would have been nice to know. No, but it's like everyone to convince us to bet the Redskins, you know? The only thing I'll say about your division theory, which was just we should have gone against the AFC South, NFC East, like yeah. no-brainer. Mm-hmm. There's been years where there's that theory's been in play, and then the teams won in round one. Like the Seahawks-Saints year. Remember yeah, the Seahawks? They were like 8-8, eight and 7-9. Eight, right. Right. Well, I like to see the results of the game and then come up with a theory. So yeah, I'm, oh, Monday, that's, I'm Monday morning. I didn't realize we're doing that. <laughs> I uh, I have the Cardinals by eight. Okay, so this is the only game we differed on. We had, like I said, we had three exactly the same. You're gonna pull this out. I said Cardinals by four. I didn't think Vegas respected them. It's seven. It's a full seven. Who are we teasing the Cardinals oh, with? Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> 38-8, they won December 27th. They beat this Green Bay team. Pat's Cardinals tease. Really? I don't know who's who's killing us on that one. All right. We had a... We Green Bay the, left tackle is questionable, David Bakhtari. We had the Chiefs straight up. Mm-hmm. We had a smaller Chiefs skins parlay, or at least I did. But mm-hmm. they, then we teased... The under with the Seahawks that somehow Same won. Game. Yeah. I've never felt worse about winning a bet. I felt so bad for Bortles. It was Walsh. nice, though, that you didn't have to worry about one one leg of that teaser at all. Like, we knew, like, halfway through the first quarter, like, got the under. That's nice. Yeah. Then, Rooting for the Seahawks. They, the they, everyone's really cold. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so Pat's, a, Pat's a, I think, be at, like, four and a half on all Friday. Right. Well, there's other games you might like better with the in the tease uh, zone. I don't think so. Namely, Alabama tonight. All right, Sunday. Oh, do you have a pick for that? I like Alabama. I think this is Saban. Saban is your Belichick. That's it. Like he, he just wins these kind of games. But I would rather have a Connor Cook type quarterback for Alabama to feast on because Clemson got Watson moves a lot, but um, Bama pulls it out. Congratulations to Nick Saban for uh, <laughs> being the checkers champion of the world again. Checkers. Yeah, he's in college playing checkers. Oh, wow. Just, just recruiting guys. <laughs> he's getting the best, cherry picking the best athletes every year. He's you're kicking trying to, ass. Trying to pull him into the NFL? You're oh, look, him? he tried to play chess in the NFL and he got his ass kicked. And uh-huh. now he's playing checkers in college again. I like it. It's good. Nine to five. He's working a nine to five schedule every day. Maybe a couple recruiting trips. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have the balls to come back. 
I don't know. I'm just <laughs> calling out Nick Saban. I try, I'm trying to get I, a sports I, blog poster. I mean, Simmons, <laughs> Saban has no balls, plays checkers. We go years. Oh, we have to have you guys. No, but if you're a great coach, time. you should be in the NFL. You think so? That's, yeah, I do. They're just not built. I don't know. Some guys just aren't built for it. I think college hoops, college football. Yeah. College hoops, it's like, here's my system, and I'm just going to recruit new guys every year and shove them into my system. Mm-hmm. You're not coaching. He's not going to make much more or even more money, though. It's great. If, and, hey, and, listen, 35-hour work week, it's great. It's a great job. You should keep doing it. <laughs> all right. Recruit some I've, more I've dudes in all Alabama. These years. I had no idea this was your hot take on it. It's not <laughs> even a hot take. It's checkers. You feel the same about college basketball? Yes. You do? I do. Really? Especially now that it's the one and done era. Yeah. Just go out and get guys for a year, throw them in a system. These yeah. guys have no idea how to, like Cal Perry. I, I just want to say, all due respect to John Cal Perry and all he's achieved, mm-hmm. paying him $12 million a year to coach in the NBA, which is what uh, Wojnarowski reported that's what he wanted, mm-hmm. that'd be insane. Right. We have no idea if this guy would be a good NBA coach. He has right. none of the characteristics that make for a good NBA coach. Mm-hmm. He's he's panicky. He's like you watch him in these big games. He gets like really loud, tight. He wants to be the center of attention. That stuff doesn't work in the NBA. Well, that's why I don't think it's a necessarily a, a good or smart transition. You have guys who lose three games in five years and in now football or basketball, both. both. And then after a month, they've they've they have that they've four losses. Like you know, I think it's a shame that Saban's not going to try NFL again because right. I think his Miami situation really came down to not having a quarterback and we say this every single year mm-hmm. you need a quarterback there's eight quarterbacks who win the Super Bowl every year right. you're not winning it with Kirk Cousins you're winning it with Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or right. Cam Newton or Tom Brady if you don't have those guys you're not winning the Super Bowl yeah. and he had a bunch of crappy guys Yeah. and it all came down to him not getting Drew Brees if they just signed Drew Brees he'd still be in the NFL he'd be in like year nine in Miami Yeah. but the average grade college coach is going to be about 50-55 years old before he's established as a great college coach. So you're going to spend the next four years rebuilding. It's just not in their psyche, I don't think. Nick Saban's like, uh-oh, I got less miles this week. Yeah. I might have to work till 5.30 instead of 5 on but, Monday. But, and there's also, though, that, that hatred. Like, you give that up right away. He probably hates, like, six coaches. Just wants to go at their throats. That's true. Listen, it's an easier life. Congratulations, Tim. <laughs> uh, speaking of easy, it's 2016. It's oh. a new year. I think it's finally time to get organized with LegalZoom, the leader in helping small business owners and families with their legal needs. You might have a family. You might have assets. You might have property. You might have all three. So why not have an estate plan, Sal? Do you have an estate plan? Let's do it. I don't yet. No. I don't have oh, a no. website. Do you have a will? I don't have underwear. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have anything. Do you have a will? No. Everybody knows where it goes. <laughs> Oh my God! You have to have you a will. And, you and Neil. That's Everett. terrible. Uh, it's me and Neil Everett. Thank yeah, you. You get everything. Well, LegalZoom's estate plan bundles eliminate the guesswork. Instead of figuring out on your own whether a will or a living trust works best for you, and you've you've figured out that it didn't, which is a mistake. You should have a will. You can work with an independent attorney available in most states. They'll walk you through your options. They'll recommend an estate plan that offers the best solution to fit your needs. Where are you gonna, who are you going to leave all your cowboy stuff to? Can I just say... Like your buddy Darren? A will is weird. Maybe Darren. Maybe Darren. A will's, a you're afraid of a will because it, it's, an, it's an admission that you might die someday. Well, it's it, more that on any given Monday, my net worth oh, it varies vacillates. widely. Yeah, the, I, I see know, that. You know. Well, okay. at LegalZoom, everything's on your schedule and terms. <laughs> Plus, you know what your estate plan bundle costs up front instead of worrying about hourly weights. 
uh, hourly rates. My apologies. Don't let legal hurdles become an excuse. Go to LegalZoom.com mm-hmm. today. Get your life organized with an estate plan bundle. Don't forget to enter BS in the referral box at checkout. LegalZoom.com. Promo code BS. I did a will. You did? A couple years ago. Really? And, uh, yeah, I, I, left you, uh, <laughs> I left you an uncut sheet from the mid-70s. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, I didn't really, but I, I'll do I'm going to add that. Leave me something. I'm going to add that to the You got a lot of stuff around here. Yeah, I got a lot. What am I going to do with all this stuff? That's the thing. You hit your mid-40s. You're like, why did I collect all this stuff? Yeah. Note to the tw- people in their 20s and 30s, don't collect stuff. Right. It just goes in your garage. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, you have like 10, 12 frames, mm-hmm. 10 awesome things. You might have an office you get to decorate. That's it. Just leave me Tate. I'll be happy. That's it. Tate's in, Tate's in the will. Uh, um, Sunday games. It's 1.05 p.m. Seattle, Carolina. Mm. Is this the game of the week? They're all pretty good. Poor Seattle's getting brutalized with these Morning games that aren't on West Coast time. Right. They're they're trying to beat every theory that we've ever had about West uh-huh. Coast to East Coast, cold weather, yeah. week after cold weather. Hold on, I can't remember. Oh, I picked Carolina by four. Would you have you had the and same? I had them by four. And you just like you said, West Coast to East Coast, cold weather, brutal tough game against a fifteen one team. Really, Seattle couldn't have looked worse in a win. And they're only getting three points. Wow. Yeah. Last four meetings. Thanks to Peter King for this. Very close. Yep. Seattle by four in 2012. Seattle by five in 2013. Seattle by four in 2014. Carolina by four this season. And when they won this season over Seattle, it did feel like the Seattle was bully getting upended by the by the little brother, the big brother, the little brother finally beating the big brother in the mm-hmm. backyard and something. One of those kind of things. I don't know Week if that six, translates. We still didn't think Carolina was good. Apparently, nobody still thinks Carolina is that good. But in week six, we we weren't convinced with Carolina. They were down nine in that game in the fourth quarter, and they won 27-23. I really like Carolina in this game, and yet going against Russell Wilson, it's just scary because he has those plays, like the one he pulled out of his butt in, in the game yesterday, uh-huh. where it's like the he fumbles the snap. He's about to just fall on it, looks up for a second, realizes he's not going to get sacked, right. and gets up and creates a 48-yard play. Like, like As you said, nobody can do that. Yeah. So he's going to have two of those moments. It's just, it sucks to go against him. Let me ask you this. Tom Brady gets hurt. So I, I don't know what happens. Falls down the steps. Why? Why are we talking about this? Well, I want to. I want to say. I don't want Tom Brady to be hurt. He will. Right, forget that part. But Roger Goodell says, you know, I feel I haven't been fair to the Patriots. I'm going to give me the Russell Wilson or, or Cam Newton for this game against the Chiefs. Simmons, you decide. Who do you want? With the offense that we have, I'd want Cam Newton. Yeah, I'd actually. I think Cam Newton's the best quarterback in the league right now. Yeah, I do. I I, I do. He's the I, MVP. I mean, it's hard to argue, but. I just think he did the most with the least. Like Ted Ginn, Dion had that great quote uh, this weekend about Ted Ginn's having a great year, but I still wouldn't drop my baby out of a burning building to him, <laughs> which sums up the Ted Ginn experience to a T. Who said that? Dion Sanders? Dion Sanders, a good linebacker. <laughs> he's, he's very quotable this weekend. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, he really was. Wow. But um, I like the matchup for Carolina. Like, Car- like Seattle's really had trouble covering these tight ends all season. And, mm-hmm. and Carolina's tight end is the second best one in the league. And they can run. And Cam can extend plays. And I just think, uh, well, Norman's great. But you're going to see, see that deep ball. Wilson, he's going to connect. Not unlike Unless yesterday. it's cold again. 
It's gonna be cold again. I guess, is that you know? I didn't even. So check. you like Seattle? It sounds like. I don't know. I, I don't hate that line. That's a terrible line. Minus three. I need to uh, think about it somewhere. All right, Pittsburgh at Denver, four forty p.m. Sunday. Nansen Sims, I'm hoping, right? That's gotta be. Nance yeah. is like. <laughs> Whatever, like Viagra and Cialis, all that stuff does. Yeah. Nance gets that naturally from a Peyton Manning game. He does? At this stage of his career. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, it's almost like you're just d- dousing him in Viagra. Nance has it, that all shipped to Manning's wife and then comes <laughs> oh, and picks it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we both said three here. And, and, and Jim, what an audible by Peyton Manning right there. Jim, maybe he doesn't have the arm strength, but it's the know-how. <laughs> Listen to you. I can't wait. Oh, God, it's going to be great. Jim, that's the best eight-yard pass I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank God for Peyton Manning. Oh, it's going to be unbelievable. Let's never talk about any controversy with him at all. <laughs> you have no voice. I don't. <laughs> You're fighting through this. Maybe Jim Nance might not even do this game. No, of course he might. Remember, it might have been a Randall Cobb, oh. Randall Tex Cobb, Howard Cosell moment. Right, that might be it. That's it for him. I'm, I'm doing golf. Guys, just golf. Jordan Spieth Tennis is 30 under. I'm going And some back. selected women's college basketball. That's all <laughs> I can handle emotionally. I don't want any violence. You're going to be shocked by this line. We both said three. Obviously, I had Broncos by three. As did I. And it's Broncos by seven. Because of Roethlisberger's hurt. But everyone's going to forget about that by Friday-ish, right? And they're like, oh my God, I can get Pittsburgh plus seven against against a Peyton Manning. I don't even know which one's going to show up. Definitely not the one from 2006. I think people need to really remember how bad he was in the first two months of the season and how lucky that team's been. I had, mm-hmm. You know, I keep track of those straight wins, mm-hmm. straight losses, and then either-or games, and they only had four legitimate wins the whole year. Denver. They are the luckiest team in a while. Wow. Um, just break after break after break in games. Like Gronkowski gets hurt in that Patriot game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just over and over again. And then now it's round two. For some reason, the Pats throw away the last two weeks of the season, give Denver the one seed. Mm-hmm. And now they get the Steelers with Ross's, Roethlisberger, who has a separated right shoulder, which is a problem since he throws with his right arm. Yeah. Now, yeah, that is bad. The catch is that he's Ben Roethlisberger, and he's almost like Frankenstein. Like it just seems like he, whatever happens to him, you always feel like he's going to be fine. Yeah, he's like out of the 1960s. I know it's it's outrageous. He just comes it's up. It's like indestructible. Thirty four twenty seven. Pittsburgh beat them. That was a late, like a late afternoon, December twentieth. Denver had a big lead. That was that was Osweiler's team. It's a good matchup for Pittsburgh I if, like if he's healthy. I like all four games. I'm excited. What do they have? Uh, I think Barnwell said Pittsburgh has the fifth-ranked run defense. Right. I think that sounds right. Denver is going to have to, you know, do the ball control, running, play action, all that thing. But I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball in Pittsburgh. But you can throw the ball on them. It might be the other way around, too. One of these guys fumbles, right? Toussaint, Todman, something stupid happens. Well, that's the thing. So Pittsburgh... Man, I thought since he's D, I thought they, I was really surprised. It seemed like they wanted Pittsburgh to run the ball, mm-hmm. but I was surprised they couldn't stop it. Right. There's a lot of yardage there. So you, it sounds like you're leaning toward, and you're red hot. You're 14 know. and 4 in your best bets. Sounds yeah. like you're leaning a little bit toward the Seahawks and the Steelers. I'm surprised, that, uh, looking at these four lines, I'm surprised the Chiefs are as, uh, Patriots are as low as they are. I'm surprised the Broncos. Uh, and I'm surprised that Carolina's as low as they are. That's it. 
Those are the two biggest. I ran into Bob Kraft at the uh, HBO Golden Globes party last night. Oh yeah, yeah. He's feeling good about where the about everybody. Is this true? Back. I really did. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I took a picture. I'll put it on social media. Yeah, put it up there. Were you wearing your me undies? I wasn't. I was wearing a suit. <laughs> nice. But uh, now he's. We were just talking about uh, just how miserable it was to be a Patriots fan for. Mm-hmm. I don't know, forty years. Right. First thirty-five years of my life, or whatever, we just just sucked yeah it was like it was really like being a jets fan like the jets fan jets fans and pats fans were kindred spirits mm-hmm. and then it just flipped would there be I, I don't think it works out this way just the way some teams can can't do it but you did you know it would have been nice for hbo they've done a lot for you convince Kraft to do hard knocks next year oh my god can you imagine wouldn't that be great they would never Belichick do that wouldn't allow oh nothing. my god yeah he never allowed he is Belichick's interesting, though. He does like being documented. The NFL Films has gotten some more really good behind-the-scenes stuff with him. Yeah. The coach's life thing that they did with him was excellent a couple yeah, years ago. That. Yeah, And that the thing they did this year. What's funny is McDaniel should be one of the candidates for all of these jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Not even... Not going to happen? I think... I think some silent agreement? I think agreement. they have some deal. I think it's just like... When I retire, this is all yours. Really? And McDaniels is smart, and he's only like 40. No, I would definitely trust anything he says, Belichick, if I'm McDaniels. That good. felt like a dig. It's good that he's turned down all these jobs on, on the work. How are you Belichick. feeling about our boy at the Browns <laughs> um, going super analytical? Hired the Dodgers. Yeah. Metrics guy. Mets. They're going all metrics. Mets, Mets metric guy. Mets yeah. metric guy. Yeah, I know. My worlds are colliding here. Listen, they're, they're the laughing stock anyway, right? And now they just have to. Why not get super smart? Yeah, and they have to hire a coach that goes along with this stuff. But, but I'm know. so frustrated. My boy Lombardi, who did a really good job in the mm-hmm. year he was there, just by trading Trent Richardson and getting right. a pick for him, and you know he brought in Hoyer, and Hoyer blew out his knee. That wasn't his fault, mm-hmm. but Hoyer was a starting quarterback. And they're set up for that draft. They have the fourth pick and a second first rounder. Yeah, they have the fourth pick in a draft that has. On the board, Sammy Watkins, Khalil Mack, right. Odell Beckham, and Aaron Donald. And you, those are four of the next eight picks. And Josh Gordon is Josh Gordon's out. Be, like the easy him. one is to take Watkins. Right. Even if you make the deal that they made with Buffalo to get another pick and mm-hmm. move down to nine. Yeah. You take Aaron Donald or you take Odell. I'm with you. That's one of the greatest I'm trades of all they time. They take the cornerback, Gilbert, right? It's what a shame. I just, I think Lombardi should be considered. The guy's done a good job for the Pats, too. He's found a lot of dudes. I love Lombardi. I love him. But I, I don't blame the Manziel pick. I, at the time, everybody, not even just fans, all, all the GMs were like, yeah, that's a good spot. Good grab for the Browns there. I loved Manziel. Yeah. Who knew that he was a child actor, basically? Yeah. It's like a child actor. It's like <laughs> if Corey Feldman was a quarterback. It'd be Johnny Manziel. He's literally a child. He's wearing disguises and stuff. He's dressing up, everything. I like that. Who hasn't worn a disguise I in know. Vegas? <laughs> uh, what do you got to plug, Sal, other than your Red Hot Sports That's Center That's it, picks? Jimmy Kimmel Live. Tonight, Ice Cube and Joanne Frogat from Downtown Abbey. I know I read that wrong. City and Color Music. And uh, later in the week, David Duchovny, Jillian Anderson, Chloe Grace Moretz, Josh Holloway, Leslie Mann, and Ariana Grande. Uh, catch me on Twitter at the Cousin Sal on Thursday night. Friday AM Sports Center three and zero last week five and one the last two weeks fourteen and four my best bets uh, great week for Italian Americans me with my best bets Mike Piazza Sly Stallone so there we go Mike Piazza 
Yeah, he made the Hall of Fame. Ever hear of him? Don't yeah, say anything bad. Nah, nah. Come on, don't say anything. And Mike Lombardi. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him in there. Uh, did it. Tell your Revenant story now, and then we'll go. Well, I, I, uh, maybe, so maybe just, I should. Okay, yeah, the well, Revenant Actually, story. let me do, uh, let me uh, thanks LegalZoom.com, yeah. the leader in helping small business owners and families with their legal needs. LegalZoom's estate plan bundles will help you figure out whether a will or a living trust works best for you. Just check it out, Sal. Get those costs up front instead of worrying about hourly rates. Go to LegalZoom.com today to get your life organized. Don't forget to enter BS in the referral box at checkout. LegalZoom.com. Promo code BS. Thanks to HBO. You don't need cable or satellite to watch HBO anymore. Just download the HBO Now app. Start your free one-month trial today. Mad Max, the new Mad Max, streaming now on HBO Now. Uh, thanks to MeUndies. Go to MeUndies.com slash BS. Get 20% off your first order. Thanks to SeatGeek. Mm. The presenting sponsor of the BS Pod and Channel 33. Check out Channel 33, by the way. Some good stuff. I have a Bachelor podcast I did with Juliet. I might come back on this week. Oh, nice. If you want to hear my Bachelor thoughts? I have oh, a lot good. of Bachelor thoughts. All right, here's your Revenant story. Well, and Carol, it's like you, we often miss plays and games and begin end of games or beginning of the next game because we're like TiVo has hurt the commercial. You're supposed to zoom through the commercials. Yeah. He now stops it and analyzes it. And, and you know, the commercials or the game? The, oh, the commercials in painstaking fashion. There's a McDonald's commercial with the with the one woman eating a uh, a breakfast sandwich in the car, a motherly type, and then a rebel type, uh, similar looking woman, redhead, pulls up on a motorcycle, and she's like beat out by the woman, the the motherly type. And it's like, who's the rebel now? And he claims it was the same woman, or it wasn't the same. Anyway, for four hours we have to discuss if it's the same woman until I get our casting department. <laughs> I said, I can't deal with this anymore. We have to settle it this week. It ends up being two different women. He moves on to the <laughs> Revenant. There's a scene where DiCaprio is dying. They have to decide if they're going to bring him across wherever, thousands of miles. The bad guy, the clear villain in there, looks at DiCaprio and says, if you blink, DiCaprio's not able to speak. If you blink, I will kill you. I'll, I'll understand that you want me to kill you for the good of our our mission here, you know? Yeah. And which is a, a trick. Of course, you're going to eventually blink. Right. You and have to blink. Right. And DiCaprio tries hard. How do you remember the rest of this scene going? I remember him trying hard not to blink. Right. But then he blinks because human beings have to blink. That's exactly how I remember it. Adam says that he, he didn't even acknowledge that he tried not to blink, but he says he purposely blinks hard, like to say, okay, you're right. This is going to be too hard to carry me the rest of the way. You could kill me. I think he blinked blink. because I think he knew Tom Hardy was going to kill him. Yeah. And he's like, there's no way I could just sit here and not blink right. for you the rest of my blink. life. You have so to So when blink. he blinked, he's like, I'm going to, this guy's going to kill me. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm screwed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You blink because you had to blink. There's yeah. just no way not to blink. And once he blinked, he knew he was dead. So he's like, ah, I blinked. I'm dead. That, that's what I said. But he tried not to, right? Tried not tried to. Not tried to. hard tried not really to. Tried really hard. Spilled the orange okay. soda on his on his fancy <laughs> football trophy. All right. Bumped so the kid. Three hours later, we're like, listen, we get sent these screeners. We also get sent the scripts. And you can kind of look online for yeah. the scripts, too. We'll figure out if he tried to blink. Corolla's right. The two men stare at each other. We could see Glass's mind racing. After a tense moment, Glass slowly and deliberately blinks. So we're never going to hear the end of this. So Corolla was right? He was right. Oh, he deliberately God. blinked. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Oh, there's nothing worse than when Corolla's right. What are we going to do? You have to come this Sunday and help me out. Every time you try to get me to come, yeah. 
You yep. preface it with some 10-minute story about how horrible it is to be there oh, because Corolla stopped in the commercials. I do love you it. You love it. Come on. It'll I'm definitely fun. not coming Saturday. I can tell you no, that no, much. No, Sunday. Sunday. I'm going to get you to come Sunday for sure. I'm Hench out. is there. Everybody talks about how they hate their wives. It's great. I'm out, not for, the, Hench. I'm out for the Super Bowl. <laughs> you're going to the game? No, I'm, I'm not going. Oh, you're out. Oh, you're not going to the game. You know for sure. Why? Soccer. Oh, stop. It worked last year. Really? Yeah. Who was scheduling soccer tournaments in February 6th or whatever? You know who doesn't care about about uh, American football, our who? number one sport? Yeah. Uh, people who play in soccer tournaments. Really? Yeah. Is it they like German care. soccer? Like, how dare you call it football? I'll show you. You're no, not going to watch like any that. football It's a today. state cup, though. It's important. Yeah. All right. Uh, because, as always, good job by you. Good job by you. We about this bitch. Anytime y'all want to see me again... Rewind this track right here, close your eyes, and picture me rolling.